0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 398. Chapter 59 Purpose. As I left the mayor's room, I considered sending a runner with my card and ring ahead to Cottakus. Then I dismissed the thought. I was on an errand for the mayor. Surely that would excuse a slight breach of etiquette. From the rumor mill, I knew Alvaron's arcanist. "'had been a permanent part of the mayor's court "'for more than a dozen years, "'but other than the fact that he lived "'in one of the estate's southern towers, "'I had no idea what to expect from the man. "'I knocked on the thick timbered door. "'Hold on, then,' the voice came faintly. "'There was the sound of a bolt being drawn back, "'and the door opened to reveal a thin man "'with a long hawkish nose and curling black hair.' He wore a long, dark garment, vaguely reminiscent of a master's robe. Yes? I was wondering if I might borrow a moment of your time, sir, I said, my nervousness only half-feigned. He looked me over, taking in my fine clothes. I don't do love potions. You can find that sort of thing down in Severin Low. The heavy door began to inch closed thought you'd be better off with a little dancing and some roses if you ask me i'm here for something else i said quickly two things actually one for the mare and one for myself i lifted my hand revealing the iron ring on my palm alvarin's name blazed in bright gold across the face of it the door stopped closing you'd best come in then Codicus said The room looked like a small university contained in a single room. Lit with the familiar red glow of sympathy lamps, there were shelves of books, tables full of twisted glassware, and far in the back, half-concealed by the curving wall of the tower, I thought I could see a small furnace or kiln. And that's the page! I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. And I see mm. what you did there. You were waiting mm. for me to introduce... You, and I didn't because I forgot Nick wasn't here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy.
0: This happens every day.
1: <laughs> I was asking myself at the end of the last chapter... like, Why is he sending him to Codicus To get like the dirt on the Lackless family? Like, How is that going to help him court? But of course... For Rothfuss's purposes, sending him to Coticus allows Rothfus to deliver a bunch of exposition about the Lackless family, uh, which Quoth will then, you know, use in his courting.
0: And it makes sense that Codicus would know all that sort of thing just because he's been around so long. And, all, like, he's the only guy who does his job. Everyone's going to see him at some point.
1: Yeah, and, well, he's, and he's like the mayor's court arcanist, so one of his responsibilities presumably is to like understand the history of the mayor's court and the important people and families in it. Although I think we might also find out later that like Codicus just has a hi- an interest in that kind of history and like that kind of gossip.
0: Also, something I find interesting about the detailing on the iron ring that Quoth has here with Alvaron's name on it is the ring is iron, but the words are in gold. Whereas I had always assumed that the rings were just made of what they were made of and the names were engraved into them without it being a different metal.
1: Yeah. I kind of think that the, that the mayor's rings are a special case because he's so fantastically rich. He's
0: so fancy.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's so fantastically rich that he can, and like, you know, you give these things away without expecting to get them back, right? And he's so fantastically rich that even for the rings he gives to his social inferiors, which is pretty much everybody, he gives them rings that are iron, but with gold, you know, gold inlaid in them because he's just that rich.
0: I see, I see.
1: That's my read on it. And I'm also, I think we're meant to wonder at the beginning of this chapter. Because Quoth tells us in the second paragraph that Codicus that is Alvarin's arcanist. And we might be thinking, oh, okay, here's a chance for Quoth to introduce himself to a fellow arcanist on kind of like equal footing. And, you know, maybe he'll be able to like use the old boys network of the university to get the good dirt. But he doesn't do that. And on this page, we're kind of left to wonder, well, why isn't he doing that? Why is he presenting himself? Why is he letting Codicus think that he's just some, you know page some squire some errand boy and we'll find out exactly why on the next page but that's a little a little mystery Rothfuss sets up and then answers for us right away but it helps keeping us turn the pages
0: yeah and we get to we get to ponder on it at least for the length of this page until we know more Mm -hmm. also a bit on uh like look so he's got a hawkish nose curling black hair although we don't really get a length on it And he wears a robe that looks kind of like a master's robe. And, um... Despite... Except for the fact that it's curling, who does this remind you of? Wears a robe, has black hair, kind of hawkish nose.
1: Like Professor Snape. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: I feel like this was... I, I feel like this was written after the first Harry Potter book.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: And I feel like because of that... There isn't, like, why Why did he make the descriptors for Codicus so much, like, so snappy?
1: I mean, you know what? I honestly think that that's not really on Rothfuss, that it's on us, because Rothfuss, I don't think, has much of an interest in the Harry Potter books. Snape's hair isn't curly. So we're just picturing, like, we think black hair, dark robe, makes potions, hawk nose. We think Snape, but that's on us. You know, there's Fine.
0: Lo- okay. Acceptable. Like, this is our bad.
1: I think it helps to picture him as, like, looking. Like, I don't know, a little bit like Oscar Isaac, who also, like, has, like, kind of wavy, curly hair when he's allowed to.
0: I am really bad at remembering celebrities' names, but I will Google that person later. Poe Dameron. Oh, okay. If you see him... Oh, in... that's weird. I consider his hair to be, like, on the curlier side of wavy, but I wouldn't initially call it curly hair. Well,
1: I mean, look at, like, he he's the lead in Inside Lewin Davis, and I feel like that, the way he wears his hair in that movie is a lot closer to what his hair actually looks like and it's curly. All right, I will google it. But that helps me feel a little bit more unique. And it's I also think it's like a good piece of world-building fun that he looks at Quoth and he instantly assumes that he is some young uh, you know, love-struck puppy dog boy who wants a love potion. And it's like I don't do that because clearly this happens to him all the time.
0: I really appreciate that detail. I think that that is like a great piece of little funny Rothfuss writing. And it's very funny, and it also sort of makes me feel for, for codicus Like, I'm just like, oh, this must happen to you so much, and it must feel so frustrating as, as a professional getting these very unprofessional wants from people.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it also reflects, it tells us what ordinary people in Vintus, even well-educated aristocrats in the mayor's court,
0: it's what it's what they think he does.
1: Yeah, exactly. It tells you like what they think arcanists are all about. And like he has to you know, be like, I, that's not what I do. You know?
0: But you I can, can relate to that. Like people have come to me with with like art things and they're like, Hey, can you do this for this very small amount of money? I'm like, No, I cannot. That requires technology that I do not normally use.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a layman problem. And it also yeah. It's also like an effective piece of exposition when he describes Codicus's room as like a small university in a single room because it tells us that Codicus is expected to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades arcanist, you know? He's not like Kilvin, who clearly specializes in sigildry and artificing, and he's not like, you know, Shadal, who specializes in sympathy. He has to kind of do a little bit of everything. He does a little bit of medicine. He does a little bit of like, Uh, in like potion brewing like alchemy presumably he does a little bit of sympathy he does a little bit of pottery making like presumably artificing on a small scale and so he has to have a little bit of everything
0: at first when I was thinking like oh he's got a small furnace or a kiln as well as curving glassware I was like maybe he does his own glassware and I was like never mind because the size of kiln you would need to do glassware would be bigger than a small one
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to defer to your expertise on that because I would have no idea.
0: Yeah, well, also, like, he's in a tower, so he's in, like, a small, rounded space. I feel like it would have to be, like, a pretty big tower for you to be able to get far enough back to do glass blowing, too. Also, I have seen people glass blow in, like, a professional studio. I have not actually done it. Just, I'm not that much of an expert. Um, but I have used a small kiln before for ceramics.
1: You heard it here first, folks. Jordana, professional glassblower, professional kiln user.
0: I am a professional kiln user, just not a glassblowing kiln.
1: Come to Jordana for all your kiln-using needs.
0: No. (laughs) They are extremely finicky, actually. Mm.
1: Yeah, I dimly recall from, like, grade 10 art class having to make something to be put into a kiln, and it was, like, not easy.
0: It's, uh, yeah. It can be a good time. It can also not be, Mm. especially when things explode, which is way more common than anyone thinks it is.
1: (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Exploding kilns.
0: No, the kiln doesn't explode, Jeremy. The kiln explodes.
1: Jordana said it.
0: (sighs) Okay, back to the page. God.
1: Do you have any other notes on the page? Because I don't.
0: (sighs) I don't have any other notes on this page.
1: All right. What about the listeners? The listeners wilding out in the chat. They sounded off
0: there is one sound off that I feel uh, must be stated because it cannot be overstated. And uh, that is stamina Thane in capital letters going Snape, Snape, Severus Snape.
1: Dumbledore. (laughs) Dumbledore. All right. And now that you've had that blast to the past of like 2004 YouTube, why don't we, why don't we do some housekeeping? We haven't done housekeeping in a while.
0: Sure. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at page of the wind.
1: That's right. If you are interested in being able to make us do memes uh, on Sundays, we uh, do a live stream on Twitch, which you can find at...
0: <laughs> you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pageofthewind.
1: You can find our merchandise on our Threadless page, which is com slash right. page thing. Um, just
0: use the link from our website. Yeah.
1: The the website is the best place for all your Page of the Wind content, uh, including our Patreon and our Kofi. Uh If you want to send us uh, some cash, some, some shims, some drabs, or just buy us a fountain. Uh, We really appreciate your support. You help keep the lights on, the mics on, and the, uh, the bits and cracked pots flying thick and fast.
0: And they will fly thick and fast tomorrow.
1: On another page. Of. The.
0: Whee!